0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. I'm. Were we
1: talk about weed in the world. <laughs> weed World Podcast.
0: You know what? Maybe we can change the genre a little bit. Hey, welcome to the Weed World Podcast if that's the kind of thing you're into. Otherwise, it's the Weird World Podcast. I'm Dean.
1: I'm Emma. And I'm Carrie.
0: Today, Carrie is going to bring us something I don't know about either about weed or it's going to be weird. I'm not sure which. I, Carrie?
1: I was going to say if we changed it to Weed World, we'd probably have more listeners.
0: But Almost I, certainly.
1: But I don't know anything about weeds. Um, No, you don't. Only that it doesn't
0: affect her, which is yeah weird.
1: Yeah. Hey. <gasps> oh, my <laughs> God. We can marry the
0: concepts <laughs> together. The Weird Weed podcast, all right?
1: It, it, exactly one episode.
2: Yes. It <laughs> doesn't get high. It's, the just end. A, it's just a special. We'll just do like
1: a special. There you go. Okay. okay. All right. Which all I right. think we just did. Yep. Thank you. I am going to talk. Well, I'll take you back in time in history, Dean. This is hello. your favorite thing. Do you have your timeline ready? I'm
0: going to do a timeline, yes. 1780s. 1780.
1: Paris, France. Wow. Paris, France. Got it. It's a, like a bajillion years ago. It's yeah. Pretty much. There was a Viennese physician named Franz Anton Mesmer. Ever <gasps> heard of him?
0: I sure have.
1: Nope. Well, <laughs> he claimed that there was a mysterious force in the universe called Animal Magnetism.
0: George Lucas, I'll later, years later, would trade that in for Star Wars. The Force, be with you. No, never.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Carrie
0: knows it only has the Schwartz be with you because she knows Star Wars (laughs) through Mel Brooks. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yes. Spaceballs. For anybody who didn't know that right? They all did. Uh, So this Animal Magnetism could cause people to get ill when it was perturbed. Perturbed. I, I don't know how that might happen. And only he, meaning Mesmer, Dr. Mesmer, and anybody that he had trained Uh-oh. in his methods could fix it. He's only <laughs> they could perceive it and then unperturb it.
0: That is very convenient. Mm-hmm. That's basically the whole thing behind priest and religion.
1: Yeah. And probably a few other things. Sure. But this uh, Mesmer's method of unperturbing animal magnetism was very weird. And, you know, this is back in the days of bloodletting and, you know, poisoning people to cure them of colds or whatever else ailed them. And people who had things like fatigue, numbness, paralysis, and chronic pain would go to Mesmer's office and they would sit around an oak cask filled with water and they would grab onto metal rods immersed in the water. Mm. And then Mesmer would chant, play a glass harmonium, whatever Ooh. that is.
0: It's a harmonium made out of glass.
1: <laughs> What's a harmonium? It's a musical instrument. Oh. I can keep going. Bring it on. I um I picture like a flute like thing. Why not? Yeah. And so, well, because it's made of glass. Almost I mean, positive it's not, but that's fine. Oh, okay. Well This we're is what have we imagine. And he would wave his hands at oh. these patients. The patients would twitch and cry and sometimes even uh, lose consciousness. And then they would be carried to a recovery room. And they would be cured. Yeah.
0: Notice all those ailments you listed are ailments that are very hard to prove you really have or yeah. don't have. Yes. I, I imagine there was some early fibromyalgia sufferers in his uh, group. Calm pain.
1: Well, paralysis. Well, I guess you could fake being of course you paralyzed. Or, Just, or
0: it could be psychosomatic, very easily. You could
1: yeah. stand really still. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yet, when somebody else fire, and you oh. don't move, that's impressive. <laughs> well, Dr. Mesmer's results were so good that he pretty much always had people lined up at his door waiting mm. for the next session. Wow. Well, the king got wind of this. King of France. Probably since that's where this was okay. happening. So he
0: was he was Viennese, but he's practicing in France. Yes. Okay.
1: And so the king found out about this mesmer guy doing these weird things, and he was suspicious of it. Rightly so. Who king, do you know? Who the king was? King at
0: the time? Louis the I want to say fourteenth, sixteenth. I, I don't know. know. Okay. The guy who probably I would later lose his head in mm. not too long after this.
1: Well, he decided he wanted to get to the bottom of what mesmer was doing, so he set up a group. To investigate it. One very famous American was in this group. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Who was at the time the American ambassador to France. Cool. And
0: And a highly regarded scientist.
1: Yes. And so they the king wanted them to test Mesmer's methods and figure out if, you know, how he was accomplishing what he was doing. Well. They determined that it was the imagination of the patients that was making them feel better after attending Mesmer's uh-huh. ritual treatments. This imagination is what we know, now know at, of as... The placebo, placebo effect.
0: Should we do... A TV series, I'm gonna pitch it to Netflix. Okay. Benjamin Franklin investigates. And he does all <laughs> kinds of He goes travels the world investigating paranormal phenomena and things like that. Yes, and yes, Paul yes.
2: Giamatti can play. Paul Giamatti. Ben, ben Franklin. Franklin. Like I'm it. pretty sure he has before. Well, he
0: can do it again. He can do it again. Yeah. He'll And, and well. his partner will be some smoking hot twenty something who was like, She's a widow and he solved her case, so now she helps him out and she's wealthy and she supports his travels. I've got it all figured
1: Wasn't out. Wasn't he a famous
2: womanizer? Franklin, yeah, he liked the ladies. Ben yeah. Franklin was a pretty bad
1: guy. So
0: nice. Yeah. bad, like bad motherfucker. Like no, that. I mean like <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Like, well, he would probably be problematic today. He might be me too. A little is bit. Is what we're saying a little
0: bit. I'm pretty sure like, everyone from the 18th century would <laughs> be problematic. <laughs> did he I own
1: slaves too.
0: Ben no, he ben did Franklin,
2: not.
1: He was
0: a Quaker in Philadelphia. Slaves? How dare you slander Benjamin Franklin? I
1: don't fucking know. What? He was a Quaker. Yeah. Maybe I'm related. I have Quaker, <laughs> I have Quaker <laughs> ancestors so,
0: because Carrie has a couple of Quaker ancestors. She thinks she's related to all Quakers. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, good. Good sound well, logic. You know. Okay, so Ben Franklin investigates with a, a hot twenty-something baroness. Okay, got it. And Show he found out. Pitched imagination.
1: Now we're going to fast forward to nineteen
0: fifty-five. Whoa, hold on, timeline just
1: nineteen <laughs> fifty-five. Fifty-five. Got it. Well, because you know. So things, wait bloodletting and all that kind of crap still kept going on.
0: So what happened to Ma- did Mesmer's practice take a hit or did people pretty much ignore it like you
1: know, they would I don't nowadays? Know.
0: I, I think he was still I, I mean think he
1: still
3: he
0: founded mesmerism, which was the yeah. pre it was hypnosis, Pindetism. what we now call hypnosis.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I wait don't- a second. What is that where the word mesmerize comes from? Yes, yes. that's exactly what the stop word mesmerize comes from. Stop it! You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God! You learn
1: something new every day. Yeah. I mean, they probably let him keep keep practicing because he I was don't, helping people. I
0: doubt they could stop him from yeah. from practicing. He wasn't like a licensed doc. They didn't have that kind of thing back then. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure he did.
1: Yeah, I think the king just wanted to find yeah. out what you know what was actually going on. Yep. Maybe he needed help. He had he restless had leg pain. syndrome, and yeah. he
0: thought this guy can help me. And then Frank Franklin said, mm, "No, he, no, he, he can't."
1: can't. So in 1955, at a meeting of the American Medical Association, Mm -hmm. there was a Harvard surgeon named Henry Beecher.
0: Henry Beecher.
1: And he pointed out to his colleagues at this meeting that what they might have thought that placebos were fake medicine, they still couldn't argue with the fact that the effects were real, Mm -hmm. that it actually worked. And he had been looking at it, and he had found that placebos could relieve anxiety and post-operative pain, and that they could actually change the blood chemistry of patients in a way similar to what? how drugs did.
0: So, by 1955, placebo effect was named and, and and you know understood or at least accepted. I think so. When did that? Do you know when that happened? When it started to become scientifically studied in, in and more or less? At least a, a quantity. Whether or not you think it's true or how effective it is, people understood there was this thing called a placebo effect.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm not sure. It sounds sure. like clearly it's before 1955
0: because yeah. he's talking about it.
1: I'm not sure exactly when it was named, but you know what placebo means?
0: Joseph Placebo. He was a well-known <laughs> pimp, No, it's actually. Latin. Okay. It's from a Latin. What does it mean?
1: Root. It means... I shall please.
0: Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's going to be my porn name.
1: (laughs) Joe Placebo.
0: (laughs) No, Buck Placebo. (laughs) Well. Hold on, I'm writing down my porn name.
2: Buck
0: (laughs) Placebo. Okay.
1: He also found that placebos could even cause side effects. Mm, Yeah. The mind is a powerful thing. And he told his fellow doctors that one third of patients would actually get better when given a placebo, a treatment that, you know, medically does nothing.
0: Yeah, famously, mm. sugar pills is what people would often say. You know, there was an episode yep. of MASH, which took place during the Korean War, which is the early 1950s, where they used, they yes. ran out of pain medication and they used placebo, fake pills, sugar pills. Yeah. And they were just like point, like, these are the most powerful painkillers we have. You can only have one. We you, you, otherwise it'll have bad side effects. It'll just knock your pain out and it was the And whole, it
1: worked. Huh. It did
0: work, but some people are like, Duck, I'm still feeling it, man. Okay, I'll give you one more.
1: <laughs> yeah. No actually that story's in my notes. Here. Oh,
0: sorry about that. That's all right. Did I ruin it? Spoiled it?
1: No, you didn't. But what you did and I'll talk about this now just real quick. What you did do. Well you did fuck up is placebo. no you did hint hit on one thing. That does affect how well the placebo method works, Ooh. or the placebo effect is how it's delivered to a yeah. patient. Oh, yeah. So if um, what's the what was the head doctor's name?
0: Alan Alda, uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye? Hawkeye. something.
1: Doctor Hawkeye. I picture <laughs> I picture Henry Morgan doing it, but I guess Hawkeye no. He was did like the head of the Colonel yeah, or
0: something like that. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm he sure he was
1: doctor. Hawkeye. But I anyway. know, but it was Hawkeye. Okay, so Hawkeye that has or, to be Hawkeye or um Trevor John. Trapajan, MD, or the guy who was
0: after him. I don't know his name. Trapajan was only on a couple of years, and then the other guy took over for him. I don't know his name. Okay, well,
1: anyway, Emma's It's like, MASH, I've never heard of that. That was the
0: (laughs) 80s. In fact, the 70s.
1: I
2: know the show MASH, but I've never even seen a single episode.
1: Well, but so if they deliver it, you know, present the patient with this medication and with a lot of attention and care and empathy and, you know...
0: And a white lab coat.
1: Uh-huh. Yes. A
2: stethoscope it, around his yep.
0: <laughs> It works better. Not a clown nose and no. a fright wig. No. Robin Williams. Okay. Yes.
1: If patients feel cared about mm-hmm. by their medical providers, the placebo effect works better. Mm. But so anyway, this Dr. Beecher basically introduced the measure by which we now compare all other drugs.
0: The Beecher measure? The Beecher inch? No, the placebo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was looking for a named measure. So, you know, he was basically introducing that here's how we can measure if Tylenol works or how well it works. We will measure, uh, we will give some patients Tylenol. We'll give the other patients the placebo. And then if Tylenol works better than the placebo then it works.
0: That really messes up control groups because the placebo group is what you're calling. That's a c- control group in an experiment. Correct. And so that really screws with that because right. the control group should have no effect whatsoever. That's the, that's the yes. idea of, of a null hypothesis. Yes. So if the, if the control group does have a quote-unquote medical effect, if that effect is psychological, then that could make the real effective medicine look less effective than it really is. Mm-hmm.
1: So essentially what they were doing is Calculating the true effect of the proposed medication, Tylenol, in my example, mm-hmm. by subtracting the placebo response okay. from the overall response. Yeah. So That makes sense. But
0: mm-hmm. so, you know, in, in dumb numbers, if, if, if this scale of zero to 100 and zero is no effect whatsoever, your control should have a, should have a zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if the, so if the medication is considered effective at 40, 40 minus zero is a, a plus 40 net, but if it's 40 minus 30 because there was an effect, then it was, oh, it's not that effective, so mm-hmm. we won't use it. So it, it basically resets zero to whatever the effect that the placebo is, and that could m- cause you to mismeasure the effect of the actual medication. Sorry.
1: That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I mean. We got it. I do know what you need to. So this is basically how we started evaluating drugs in the mid-1950s. Huh. Super cool. Do we still do it that way? Yeah.
0: I question that. Yeah, well. I think we need a method. So do a lot of people. Okay.
2: Yeah, we definitely do. I thought
0: I was going to be alone in that, and I was going to have to start a one-man crusade. No. But I'm glad to hear it.
2: I think it should be safe to say that any system implemented in the 50s, if it's still in place, we should revamp it. That's probably fair. I just believe, you know, it's outdated. Yes.
0: Well, I personally believe that (laughs) such as and that.
1: (laughs) Such as and that. in, In 1962 is when the FDA began to require pharmaceutical companies to prove their new drugs were effective before wow. they came to market. What the fuck?
0: And, and all supplements and vitamins still to still this they're. day do not have to prove mm-hmm. anything whatsoever. No efficacy test I know. of any sort. No regulation at all. Yeah. This is insane. So
1: today, a prospective new drug has to outperform placebos in two independent studies,
0: hmm, that's interesting
1: in order to get fDA approval. I mean, you could
0: argue that that's just a more conservative way of ensuring that that drug is is highly effective. Yeah. I suppose I still think there's probably a better way to do that, don't you think I to, don't to, know re, how. we re we need to reconfigure the control yeah. well, the control can be you're not getting anything, you're not given any drug whatsoever. we're going to measure these ten people over here. Uh, no treatment whatsoever, because because then you at least would hopefully not have a quote unquote placebo effect, where they think like it's a pain medication. Yes. The placebo makes you think your
1: pain is. Less. But you knew who could have a placebo effect too—the people actually taking the medication. That's true
0: too. You're right. So
1: that's why the true effect uh-huh. is is subtracting oh, the placebo effect from the overall effect. I withdraw yes. my whole
0: condemnation of the
1: last <laughs> five minutes. Yes, I knew that in my head, mm-hmm. but I couldn't. Explain it. I now.
0: take back everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so um, there's a guy named Ted, last name Cap Okay, good. He wrote a book about Chinese medicine. And so he was looking into the possibility that the placebo effects are what's actually working in things like acupuncture.
0: Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: all all naturopathy. Period. Naturopathy. How we pronounce that? Yeah. Made up word. Homeopathy. All that. uh, Yeah. Anything like that has
1: has. So another thing, um, Ted Kapchuk did was he was doing a study on irritable bowel syndrome. IBS. Yep. Yep.
0: Fraser's wife.
1: (laughs) What the fuck?
0: i don't know what's, what's his, his name, name? yes <laughs> sorry she was a famous ibs sufferer she was a yeah, former
2: was she, wife oh i, don't think they're
3: married oh, I have no like
0: idea that. but yeah but oh but I know she was uh about. what's his name's wife and uh Kelsey she Zimmer. went very public mm-hmm. about it she actually shit herself on an airplane once and it was that's <laughs> i made that up that's
2: not
1: true but <laughs> if you have she,
2: ibs maybe we'll shit yourself mm-hmm, on an airplane mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
1: oh actually i think a lot of people have IBS. Oh, I think i say saying a lot of people have shit
0: themselves on airplanes.
1: <laughs> That's probably true, too.
2: You know, it's a surprising <laughs> amount of adult, grown adults who shit their pants.
0: 31%? What, on a regular I, I think basis?
2: it's about 42%, yeah. <laughs> no, not on a regular basis, <laughs> but have shit their pants at least once
1: in adulthood. Really? I've never shit my pants. I haven't shit my pants since I was a baby. Well, because they just put off going to the bathroom or because they were ill? Um, this is a gross side <laughs> discussion that doesn't need. Because anybody can have diarrhea. Okay, let's move on. We're moving not on. Not make it to the <laughs> toilet. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Bro, anyway, rain okay. it in. Rain it in. So, <laughs> this test of patients with irritable bowel syndrome. He's. They were separated into three groups. In one group, they were being treated by an ac- acupuncturist. Okay. But the acup- acupuncturist just went went through all of the motions. Oh. No of needles doing the treatment. in the skin but and used a device that only looked like it was inserting ah. a needle it didn't actually puncture the skin it's a hologram in another group they got um also got a fake acupuncture thing but it was delivered with an even more elaborate doctor patient interaction than the first group
0: he was older and even more chinese so he thought that's going to be very convincing to people
1: and the third group group got no treatment at all so at the end, both of the treatment groups, the people that have got the fake acupuncture improved more than the no treatment group. Mm-hmm. But the but the group with the higher doctor yeah. or caregiver whatever interaction did the best.
0: The group with the doctor that was selling the idea of acupuncture the best did the best. Yes. Okay. Yep. That clearly implies psychology is involved.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no
0: physical thing happening at all. Correct. And, yeah, and
1: it's all placebo. And it's
0: even the more effective when there is that psychological connection that's more mm-hmm. intense yep. than the other condition. That's a that's a good study.
1: So this Ted Kapchak, he actually uh, worked at Harvard. I call him TK. He <laughs> he had been a acupuncturist oh. before, and he wasn't even bothered. When he discovered that what he had been doing wasn't actually doing anything, that it good was, for him. That it was probably
2: <laughs> really <laughs> all sure. the placebo. Effect. Wait,
1: wasn't I'm bothered sure and like
0: continued to be an acupuncturist, so or wasn't bothered and stopped doing acupuncture?
1: I, I don't know. know. Okay. It, this could have been after he'd already stopped doing it, okay. but he because he never really thought that placebos were fake, you right. know, because it actually worked. But he was more interested in in how the strength of the treatment affected the quality of yeah. the the outcome. That
0: is an interesting part of that experiment for mm-hmm. sure is that, yeah.
1: The thing that he thinks is important or is a factor in how well the placebo effect even works is the ritual involved mm-hmm. cuz that's basically what mesmer was doing, right? chanting and, you know, running around. Yeah. <laughs> doing whatever he was doing. And also like yeah, that's also like a factor in like a lot of native american Healing—it's all. It seems to be very ritual-based as well. I, mm-hmm. A lot of it. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: going not just Native American, but um, I'm going to go with um, Australia. Don't
1: throw out. And I'm going to go <laughs>
0: with, you know, European.
2: There's many cultures that yes, think about the have U- ritualistic practices. You go yeah. to the
0: doctor's office. He wears a white lab coat. It's he has some. It. It's, mm-hmm. it's very. It's just a different kind of ritual.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. You're exactly right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> He's hitting it on the head.
0: Wow. <laughs> I except for my my, my big miss earlier while well, I condemned the yes. whole and I but I but I withdrew
2: that. Yeah,
1: yeah, you took it back. Um dad's friend Dad, Dean's friend TK <laughs> wrote TK? Ted T- Kapchuk. Oh Teddy Kerry. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy K. K. Oh, I thought you called Ted him K. TK. Well, he wrote that rituals actually trigger specific neurobiological pathways that specifically modulate bodily sensations, symptoms, and emotions. I love so, that. So
0: he's arguing they are impacting your body just in a, in a... Correct. For lack of a better term, psychosomatic. I know that's not the term anymore. Yes. But yes. in, in that yes. fashion.
1: And so he's basically saying if your mind can basically be persuaded, okay. right, mm-hmm. that you're being healed, then for some reason... Your body feels that it's being so. Healed. You just
2: kind of manifest it. You manifest healing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think you're going to get into this, but there's this. The, there's a potential here for is it is your mind really physically doing something to you, or is it just you accepting that 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 there's been a change and believing that there's been a change as opposed as opposed to there being an actual, real, measurable change?
1: Right. Yes. Okay. Ted Kapchuk also found out that you don't even have to deceive the patients. You don't even have to trick them. You can hand... That's the whole point. That's the fun. With IBS, (laughs) you can give a patient who has irritable bowel syndrome a sugar pill, tell them it's a sugar pill, and that sugar pills are known to be effective as placebos, and that patient will still get... will feel better. You know, their symptoms of IBS will be relieved, Yeah, especially if you take the time to discuss it with them and in a warm and caring environment and you know if you take the time and give them the attention and all huh. that kind of stuff
0: This is the best goddamn sugar pill you're ever going mm-hmm. to have Dude See the the part I'm a little bothered by that is that telling them sugar pills and placebos have been known to be effective don't tell them that I mean yeah. to really dis- to really not deceive them you wouldn't even say that you just say this is your this treatment I'm giving you is completely fake. There's nothing involved here whatsoever. And then you know, don't I don't know. I guess because well, no, because the ritual that that you're talking about yeah. is still kind of the placebo process in a sense. You're still kind of delivering this placebo, you yeah. Know, but if method, it, but
1: if it's delivered in that way,
0: it could diminish it know, too. But yeah, it still seems yeah, like is, yeah. I don't know. I, I think there's a, probably a better because way.
1: Because here's other things that tend to respond very well to the placebo effect. Depression, mm-hmm. back pain is, mm-hmm. is a big one.
0: How about back knee?
1: <laughs> I don't think so.
0: I completely befuddled your mother <laughs> there. Totally a she put just, the
1: emphasis on the knee. Like, what's a back knee? Back pain, <laughs> back, back, pain
0: back knee. <laughs> absolutely stunned her into silence.
2: She
1: <laughs> just looked at you like, what the oh, fuck? What's happening? I didn't even know you knew what back knee was. <laughs> oh, sure, sure,
2: sure.
1: <laughs> he has teenagers. Mm-hmm. Had. Okay.
0: Yeah, I can kill them all. <laughs> They're all adults <all laughs> now. Okay.
1: <laughs> Chemotherapy-related malaise. So.
0: Malaise, not the not the sickness, but just the tiredness, the fatigue.
1: Chemotherapy is not a sickness. It's no, a the sickness
0: treatment. from chemotherapy, Carrie, obviously.
1: Like not the vomiting or
2: <laughs> the yeah, nausea. Probably, yeah, probably. They said malaise. Malaise is yeah, a, is a fatigue.
0: What's well, a big difference? It. <laughs> one, is, one is measurable, the other is not. That's a hugely different. Huge difference. If if do do chemotherapy sufferers stop throwing up or do they just say they're less tired? That's a huge difference. Probably just less tired because
1: they would say malaise and nausea. I don't think they would. Yeah. Migraine. Okay. Which is also a big one. PTSD.
0: Oh, that's one of the worst ones. I hate that.
1: (laughs) You hate PTSD? Yeah. (laughs) So these all of these conditions are are not all of the Conditions, but part of a list of conditions that actually respond to placebos as well as they do to drugs with some patients. Hmm. Hmm.
0: So, placebos can be just as effective mm-hmm. for those things.
1: Yeah, I get that. Hmm. And especially think about like for pain.
0: Yeah. How yeah.
1: much better is that than getting patients addicted to opioids and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Much better. Much better. I, I
0: have to imagine though, it's not as consistent and reliable. So, if you no, give someone yes. a placebo and they're in intense pain, Yes, And it doesn't work in a way that opiates are going to work almost every time. And it's not going to work on everybody either for reasons
1: that we'll talk about in a minute. So one theory is like, well, why don't we use this more? Mm -hmm. Why aren't doctors really giving patients more placebos than they are, for instance, pain medication and stuff like that? And part of the reason is they really don't understand very well how it works. And so they don't know when and how to use it, right?
0: Yeah. And who to use it on, like you
1: said. It's Mm -hmm. going to be more effective on different people. And one thing that you talked about is like, is it really working Mm -hmm. or is it just the patient's perception that it's working? And they've actually used functional MRIs. And these are, you know, specific. I don't know how they work. It's science. (laughs) But they basically, an MRI is like looking at your internal workings right Uh so they if they do a functional mri on your brain they can tell in your brain
0: (laughs) what part of your brain like the pain center is Mm -hmm. you know shooting out pain stuff yes
1: so if they do a functional (laughs) mri on somebody who's been given let's say pain medication Mm -hmm. for a migraine and then or maybe something that's not in the head but you know back pain Uh and They would look and see what's going on in the brain then, and then they do the fMRI on a patient, same patient who's been given a placebo, and it's the same.
0: Hmm,
3: that's intriguing. So that implies something really is happening in
1: the
0: brain, not it's Mm -hmm. just because the other alternative is that not only is it that you think, quote unquote, that you're getting better when you're not through any physical means, but you you might say you are just to please your doctor I, I and mean, that's that's a real thing just to just to right you know you don't want to be that obstinate person who this medication isn't working on unless you want to be you know unless mm-hmm. you're that person most people aren't though so you just say even though you really yeah. feels about the same you just say yeah yeah no, that that medicine you gave me worked fine
1: yeah but these fmri studies that is tell us that there is some connection between whatever the placebo is doing in your brain and your brain releasing probably dopamine or something like that right cuz mm-hmm. dopamine yeah. so yes or serotonin or something mm-hmm. right
0: it's dopamine
2: yeah
1: epinephrine <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i just always hear those She thrown out like a chemical <laughs> um mercury i don't estrogen, know I estrogen maybe? i think yeah. i think progesterone oh. i think uh, so testosterone
1: and we touched on the fact that pl- placebos might not work for everybody mm-hmm. or they might work differently in people. They have actually been doing studies, and this is very sciencey. Very sciencey. And very hard to understand. Okay. love it. And I can't even read it, but I'm just going to. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> can read it. She's illiterate. She's,
0: you know, she's really opening up to us, right? Now. But
1: I can't read it and understand it. <laughs> I never it. learned how to read. <laughs>
0: it's about time you guys knew.
1: And the horrifying thing is, for about five minutes in college, I was going to be pre med. Wow. Literally
2: five minutes. And she said, never mind. You
0: choosing a different path
3: saved a lot of
1: lives. (laughs) I think you probably did. That's what I think is what you're saying (laughs) to us. Anyhow, they have been doing genetic studies. And so they believe they have identified a gene or a snippet of a Uh gene or something that has to do with whether or not somebody is susceptible to a placebo effect.
3: A placebo gene.
1: Yep. And it has something to do with enzymes that determine... Um, the release of the brain of the brain chemicals, Emma,
2: epinephrine.
1: Epinephrine. <laughs> really? She's right. right. I'm not You're right. Uh, brain chemicals that include dopamine and epinephrine and testosterone. <laughs> See, I mm-hmm. know things. No, not
0: testosterone. I was kidding. I just threw that. Oh out there. no, don't I don't agree talking, with
1: me. I was agreeing with Rachel. Okay. Really, I'm Emma, that girl.
0: <laughs> One of your daughters.
1: Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is That's, interesting. I want that gene. So
0: yeah, that is so. So yeah. that gene. Allows your pain, your natural pain relief to be deployed. Uh-huh. There is, though, I believe there is a cost for doing that, though a bodily cost for what doing do mean, that.
2: How so? I? Um,
0: it's <laughs> nothing in nature is free. I can't remember. I read, I read somewhere that you know that's why you don't just always have a constant stream of this stuff because there's. Oh, I yes. can't remember what it was. I see what you mean. I think you age faster. Why
2: you're after. not to. Um, <laughs> that's why you're not supposed to take like Molly and stuff
0: see floods your
2: brain with serotonin yeah you
0: don't want to do that there are uh, there are some side effects of that i just don't you can get serotonin remember what syndrome. they were
2: hmm, never you can get what it. serotonin syndrome
0: what's that that sounds scary and fun
2: i'll get back to you I okay i don't know how to explain it but, <laughs> but it's, it's serious thing. and it's when your blood sorry when your brain is flooded with serotonin so many times or so extremely and
1: you can die from it
0: see i called it wow
1: that's interesting
0: Epinephrine.
1: Let me do a little Google search. She's Keep going to talking. Do okay. Well, so now you know this. This kind of um, goes against what good old Benjamin Franklin' his <gasps> conclusion that it was imagination. Well, it's not really imagination because now through the fMRI, they actually can see parts of the brain lighting up. It depends that. on how
0: he meant the word imagination. I know. In the late 1700s, they didn't maybe, know what they were talking. He about. He probably what he what he really meant is it's psychological. But there wasn't that word as we use it now. Correct. In which case, this is true because it is psychological. Yeah. But it's actually causing your brain psychologically to do real things. Mm. Yeah, the placebo is a psychological effect. The placebo effect. <clears> the whole throat> mechanism throat> is psychological. It's ca- it's causing your brain to do real <laughs> things. But it's still a psychological impact, psychological cause that triggers that dopamine oh. or epinephrine to come okay. out.
2: Well, here's yes. the thing: if it's triggering serotonin for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, serotonin is a chemical. That is produced naturally, obviously. It's needed for nerve cells in the brain to function. But when too much is given at one time or altogether, whatever, yeah. it causes a uh, a mild case of serotonin syndrome would just be shivering and diarrhea. But um uh, mm, that's not good. <laughs> but Uh-oh. a severe case would be fever and seizures. So Ooh. that's how you can die from it mm. if you have extreme seizures or um causes like your muscles to tense up. Probably like vasoconstriction and stuff like that. Yikes.
3: I don't Interesting. Want to. So you
1: don't mm-hmm. want that to happen. No, I don't want it to happen. Well, they also seem to think that the placebo effect is getting stronger. Hmm. What?
2: <laughs> yes, it is. To- <laughs> I totally believe that. Based on social media these days, I 100% <laughs> believe that. <laughs>
1: well, because there is a 2015 study in the Journal of Pain.
0: Ooh, that's a good name. I, I know. Know. Almost Journal. any kind of magazine. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Actually, the journal is just called Pain. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like journal You know, that's even better, better, actually. But they analyzed pain. 84 clinical trials of pain medication and found over a, it, this was over a 23-year period, and they found that in some cases, the efficacy of the placebo had grown sharply, and so it narrowed the gap with the drug's effect. From around 27%, the gap between the actual and the placebo, Mm -hmm. to just about 9%. Wow. Yes. Hmm.
0: So, placebos in more recent clinical trials are working almost as well as the quote-unquote real medication. Mm -hmm. Could that also be that new medications aren't as effective as old medications? They don't
2: think so. It's not all
1: cocaine and meth. Well,
0: because pharmaceuticals are notorious for wanting to have new medications, not necessarily better medications.
1: Correct. Because they make more money. No, they believe that it's the placebo effect growing stronger, not the opposite, but I can't tell you why.
0: Because it's a secret, not but because some, you don't understand but some it. some
1: smarty-pants <laughs> doctors and researchers have come to that conclusion.
0: Can you just say it's a secret and I, can, I can't? I'm able to. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. I'm
1: legally yes. unable to disclose that information Because it this would
0: time. literally blow your mind and I can't be really responsible yes. for your death.
1: They're also finding that placebos are growing in strength in antidepressants and antipsychotic studies mm. also. No yeah. more mm. schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Betterhealth.com will be very upset about oh
1: that. Oh my god! So, so what? So they say there's that gap. It used to be twenty seven percent. Now it's closer to nine. Mm-hmm. Does the FDA have rules on how how, oh, how much? what
0: the gap has to be? Could it just know.
1: be two percent better? And I was hoping you knew. No, we all were hoping. You don't you know. knew.
2: Well, mm-hmm. these we can't these papers that. in
1: front of me don't say anything that <laughs> <laughs> like that. My research that I made, I just <laughs> doesn't say it. But so because of this, a lot of more. A lot of more. <laughs> no, I like bags. that. No, that's good. That's good. That's more high. drugs. A lot of more drugs going through the FDA approval process are, you know, yeah, or being or stopped not making the cut sooner, sooner in the yeah. in the process. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And more than ninety percent of pain medications fail what? at this stage. That's because a lot. Of it. That's mm-hmm. a lot of pain yeah. medications failing because they're just mm-hmm.
0: throwing everything out there. Because um just try not this good. tree yeah. bark. It, I mean, does that help at all? You know what? How about Prosecco? Could that be a pain
1: medication? That, it is saying, for me. Yeah.
0: So they're trying it. They're trying everything.
1: <laughs> well, so also, what do you think pharmaceutical companies would like to know about the people in their clinical trials? Oh, they, would they like want to, to have
0: that gene. Mm-hmm. Oh. So they want to get, They want to select out the people with the placebo gene. Yep. So they can have um, a bigger gap. I mm-hmm.
1: don't like that
3: Intriguing.
0: at all. Intriguing. Are they able to do that? Are they able... I mean, what is the marker? Is there a test?
1: I don't know. There don't must know. be, otherwise... I, or they wouldn't have been able yeah. to discover it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah, I'm sure there is.
2: I want to know if we have it. About uh, Dad doesn't. What? You don't have that gene. No, I don't. I might.
1: But so... This also suggests to doctors that uh, the placebo and the actual medicine don't work in different, like through through two different pathways. They work the they, same way. Mm-hmm. They're both yep. whatever
0: the pain medication is is mm-hmm. sending out that dopamine.
1: Yep. I mean, they used to think one was just psychological. Yeah. You thought you felt better, like yeah. you said, so yeah. you did, and the other one was actual physical response to yeah. medication.
0: Yeah, you know, and here's the thing: there's still maybe some of that because I know you said there is some uh, well, fMRI, course, yeah. and that's 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 a fairly limited. I'm I'm sure I, I'm guessing that the cases where that fMRI has been used is very limited. So, whereas the placebo effect is hugely widespread and has been done time and time again, so my guess is there is still at least an element of. Um, Psychological, psych- literal psychology in here mm-hmm. where they're, they think they're feeling better or even literally claim that they're feeling better even when they don't.
1: Yeah. I'm yes. guessing. Yeah. I'm thinking. Well, so uh, some doctors are thinking that, like you have said, the placebo controlled clinical trial is mm-hmm. not the way to. That but I took that really all back. Judging.
0: Am I going to have to put that on again here in a second <laughs> after I hear this? Well,
1: it's still, you know, it's still. I think calls into question because then there's really no yeah. true control group. The,
0: exactly, right? there's no zero effect group when you the control have, group is having yep. is essentially having a medication yes. just of a different sort.
1: And they have done studies with groups getting you know absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have it in my notes, but there was one study where some patients got nothing, some patients got a placebo with you know, mm-hmm. this is great, it's getting, you know, with a lot of warmth and everything. Yeah. And another group got just a placebo, just here's a pill. And mm. so the people who got nothing and knew they got nothing didn't improve. Mm-hmm. The group who, who got a placebo but just were given it Yeah. with no ritual around it got yeah. a little bit better. And, of course, the group that did the best was the... The group that got the placebo with a lot of attention, love, and care. This Mm -hmm.
0: needs to be tested on ailments that have measurable impacts, objective, measurable impacts. Like, say it's IBS. Say yes, you are having not just you. You say you're feeling better. You are having less, literally less diarrhea. Or if they, and I know they can't do it, but if they could literally measure pain, yeah, yeah, your your pain is actually objectively, a 67, yeah. and the placebo is really only 30. Because if you stop and think about it, they're just so far, even with the fMRI, they're just measuring where the, the brain's pain trigger is. Are they really measuring dopamine and, and, and serotonin in the system? I, I don't know. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But that's 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 fairly narrow, given the supposedly varied impacts of placebo. So I wonder if, are they have they been able to test it on things where there are true, objective, concrete measures? Yeah, I don't know. Because if they're not, they it's still very questionable.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, it's still only helpful for things that your own body can exactly help you with. Yeah, right.
0: That's that to me. That's kind of suspicious, or at least that's that that narrows his efficacy, right? Well, because,
1: sure, because it can't can't lower your cholesterol, yeah. right? Right, that's, it can't change. cure cancer. Yeah, it can't. You know. Although, we'll talk about it in a second. Ooh, but yeah. Yeah, maybe it can. So here's here's a quote from Ted, and it answers one of the 30K. questions that we had before. Okay. That placebos have been shown to be most effective for things like pain management, stress-related insomnia, and cancer treatment side effects like fatigue and nausea. And nausea. Oh, yeah. Okay, the oh. so nausea is a little yeah. more. Because
0: yeah. the nausea you can measure, yes, you threw up five times a day, now you're throwing up two mm-hmm. times a day. Right. If you can measure that, That's a seems like a
1: real impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how what are some of the theories like why why it works? One is regression to the mean when mm-hmm. people go to a doctor to start on a clinical trial their their symptoms are real bad, right? yeah, or else they wouldn't be seeking treatment, but lots of times in the natural course of illnesses, you get better,
0: yeah, medication does the same it, it mm-hmm. benefits from the same process exactly for
1: sure. and so they have done research, and around one third of patients get better without. Anything, yeah. obviously. So time is going to heal a lot of people from a lot of things. Time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. I've,
0: I've heard told. Another <laughs> one is confirmation it's not bias. Sure, at, at all, but
1: oh yeah, confirmation bias. You hope to get better because yeah. you're in a treatment program, mm-hmm. and so you just pay closer attention to your symptoms and whatever.
0: Are you like you convince yourself you're uh-huh.
1: better? Yep. Yeah. And there's something called the Hawthorne effect where we change our behavior when we know we're being watched. Yeah. So Which kind is of kind creepy. of what I was
0: implying with that second one, whereas mm-hmm. people want to get along mm-hmm. with the doctor. So, yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I feel better.
1: Yeah. People crave validation. Yes, sure. You want your doctor to like you. Yes. You want to be a good test subject and yeah. you know, yep. all that kind of stuff. Um, expectation and learning is the other one. It that Basically, the placebo effect is a response to something we've learned, right? Cause and effect. When we take a drug, mm. we often get better. So we're given a drug. We expect oh, to get better, so we get better. Okay. Morphine, very powerful drug. Yeah, yeah, it I've is. heard. We know how it works, and you can become addicted I, to it. I don't, but but yeah, some people don't. Maybe maybe that means you don't have the placebo. Don't effect. get. No, I don't know how. I don't know how it works. Either. Oh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you also saying. don't like to take it. I and, don't yeah. like any oh, uh, opiate whatsoever. It. Yeah, I loved it, but it's pain relieving. Powers grow even stronger when we know we're taking it and Mm -hmm. when it's given to us by a caring. Healthcare professional, see, right. th-
0: this is how I do know that opiates actually physically work because I don't like it. In the past, I felt like they have not helped me that much. I had a cause to have opiates recently, and so I had a fairly negative frame of mind. This is not going to help that much. Yeah, it, it, it knocked the pain out very quickly, mm-hmm. very effectively. So I know oh, opiates yeah. work That's personally, anecdotally, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and of one, but still. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of how it works, I have no clue.
1: Yeah. Well, you don't have to tell me. I don't know how it works either. <laughs> studies of post-operative patients who are in pain, if their painkillers are administered by a hidden robot pump Mm -hmm. when they don't know it's being given to them, they need twice as much of it to get the same pain-relieving effect Uh, as when the drug is injected by a nurse who comes into your room and says, I'm going to give you your pain medication. Here it goes.
0: And they just make a noise. They're not really doing anything. Hi, here it goes
1: through the tube. Yay! So when you see somebody coming in and they're telling you they're giving you pain medication, it works twice as well as when you're just given it automatically and you, you don't know.
0: You call that hidden hidden robot pump? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's an anime.
2: It's pretty good it's <laughs> it does on Netflix. sound like it. <laughs> hidden robot pump.
1: And, anthology.
0: It's
2: good.
1: And they've also done fake surgeries. What? And surgery is not typically a medical procedure that is... Studied the way medicines are with a control group and yeah. all that kind of stuff because how do you? you yeah, know, they wheel you one person in surgery,
0: take his kidney out. They will wheel another person in. They don't do anything; they just <laughs> hang out for a couple of hours.
1: I, I, is that ethical? No, well, it's not. That doesn't sound. Yes, it is. Super. super not ethical. So there's a doctor. It depends on what the surgery is, but well, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I, just, yeah. If you need I like don't know. Surgeries are usually heart pretty important. Well, I'm going to tell you a study where they did it. No, we
0: tossed out your brother's kidney. <laughs> Just, you did, you know, you're it, on your own.
1: This is a doctor who, he was like the orthopedic surgeon for like the dream team, the, mm. the American basketball team, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> he carries a huge basketball. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, he, and I don't remember his name, but he, he um, did a lot of knee surgeries, as you might imagine. Uh, I would think Especially so. treating sports people. Mm-hmm. And... So he moved from you know one area of the country to another area to start practicing, and the new place that he went to, it seemed like they were doing a lot of surgeries for arthritis-related knee stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> the medical uh, term.
0: It's pretty. She's getting pretty sciencey.
1: <laughs> and and he wasn't used to doing it, so he thought. And the, you know the patients were happy with the results; they were getting better. So he thought. Before I was just injecting saline into into their knees, and they were getting better. Yeah. So I see. He, I
0: thought that was actually their treatment. It's not. It's just. It is. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So, but he decided to to conduct a study. So he had to, you know, present it to some research board or whatever. Mm. However, they do studies. And so, what he did was he had a group, and everybody that that came in, they all had the same issue with their knees. Everybody came in was told they were going to have surgery. Mm. So one group, they would come in and they would actually have the surgery you know, to, I don't know, fix their knee, whatever they did. The second group, they would be told they were having the surgery. They would come into the surgery room and, of course, nobody, it's supposed to be blind, right? But, of course, the doctor has to know who he's performing surgery on. So nobody but the doctor would know and wouldn't know until the patient was brought Uh, into the operating room. And, and a ev-
0: third group had gender reassignment surgery. Is and, that is that not true?
1: And everybody in the operating room had to do what they would be doing if they were uh, doing the actual really? surgery. Was the
0: person mm-hmm. like a local anesthetic and they were awake or no. were they really? So General they're completely unconscious and they're just like wow. faking it.
1: So the second group
0: scalpel. And it just like gives them. And it's arthroscopic.
1: It's arthroscopic, so it's just little, you know, pinholes in your knee, right? Mm. And Mm -hmm. don't
0: be don't be downplaying arthroscopic surgery from someone who's had three of those. I know it's serious.
1: (laughs) I've had laparoscopic surgery. (laughs) Me too. Now she's just humble bragging. And they're not (laughs) pinholes; they look like knife wounds. (laughs) Anyway,
0: are you were knifed?
1: (laughs) Anyway, um, the second group went through the motions of surgery, but they actually got the saline injection. And Uh, then the third group. Went through the motions of surgery, put to sleep, got incisions in their knees or whatever, and got nothing.
0: So wait, what was the first group game? Because I was interrupting you needlessly, just to be actually got
1: the surgery. Got
0: the surgery. The second group was saline. saline, saline solution, but no surgery yes. and third group nothing whatsoever they played poker
1: yes <laughs> and no they went through the motion well like and they they made sure they spent oh, the same amount poker. of time that's weird they spent the same amount of time in the operating room because yeah. all these people had loved ones out the, there waiting right. the time
0: the time makes sense but the the phantom uh, surgical activity is weird because the per the, sur, the patient is is unconscious that's, that was, the that's ritual. very un, unusual yeah Unless it's, they think he's going to have an out-of-body experience or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: you never know. Hmm. Okay. They wanted everything to be the same. Okay. Yeah. And they all got better. All of them? Equally?
0: Yeah. Roughly? hmm Okay.
1: They Fuck, all yeah. reported feeling better. Hmm. So that, I mean, I think he was trying to, I don't think he was necessarily trying to study the placebo effect. He was trying mm-hmm. to study whether we should do... Um, saline injection or actual mm. surgery.
0: You're basically mm. telling hospitals and doctors to do nothing <laughs> and still charge us the full bill.
1: Well, no, I'm not.
0: Mm, that's how they're going to <laughs> no, interpret I'm it.
1: Not. And so some of this research even suggests that the fake surgeries have a stronger placebo effect than even the pills. And, you know, and what those mm, are being used for. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Mm. They find that the fake surgery effect, placebo effect, led to improvement 75% of the time.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. What if I've never had surgery?
1: There was a meta-review. You know, that's a review of a whole bunch of different studies. <laughs> Some people don't know what a meta-review okay. is. I, you, I review, didn't it's know. It's a review by Facebook. <laughs> um, found that there's essentially no difference in outcomes between real surgeries and fake ones.
0: That's scary.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. But these aren't.
0: Yes. Yeah, these are just, these Correct. aren't it depends cancer on, yes. and okay
1: uh-huh okay so so the next we're talking about how these things work the one is pharmacological conditioning so this is where you here's a study and this will tell you how conditioning works okay. uh, for several days a patient is being put on a drug for the symptoms of parkinson's disease and then so for several days they take the actual drug mm-hmm. And then just one day in the middle of it, they switch them to a placebo. And the patient still reports that they're having the same beneficial effects from Mm. the medication as they were all along. And so they think, you know, on the day that you're given a placebo, it still, it triggers a similar response in the brain as the real drug did. Hmm. And they said, you can see the brain locations associated with chronic pain and chronic psychiatric disease, like the whole depression and...
0: They can measure where that's happening in the brain? And mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yep. So this doctor that did the study on the Parkinson's patients found that the individual neurons in the brains of patients with Parkinson's disease still respond to placebos like... It's the actual anti Parkinson's drugs hmm. after they were conditioned with the actual drugs.
0: Yeah. My only suggestion that is could the built up impact of the actual drugs being be still what's causing them to I
1: imagine not because they probably then tried if you know, what happens when you stop taking the drug altogether? Mm-hmm.
0: It, but I mean it oh would yeah, go away.
1: Okay. I mean, these people are smarter than us. I'm assuming they've thought uh, of that. Excuse
0: me. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs>
1: So we know what conditioning is, the whole Pavlov's dogs thing. You ring a bell and the dog Pavlov's salivates dogs. because you've conditioned them because you ring Correct. a bell every time you give them uh-huh, food. Uh-huh. So, that's,
0: that's still how Carrie feeds her children.
1: <laughs> well, we do know every time we open the pantry door, the dogs come running. Every time you, you know, they hear something that they know they have gotten food from before, they will come running. Or so, you,
2: they see you putting on... Oh, yeah. tennis shoes
1: or <laughs>
0: yeah oh my god yeah you put on your shoes they're going for a walk
1: <laughs> and so okay so the next one is the human connection so this is the whole IBS thing IBS has is a very hard condition to treat and you know it, there are actual physical effects really bad stomach cramps and stuff like that and doctors really i mean one reason is cuz doctors really don't know what the cause of it is they haven't figured that out yet hmm. and it's one thing that like you think of with other diseases or physical issues that, you know, people have been accused of, It's just all in your head. Oh,
0: IBS, people have been IBS accused oh, yeah. of that? Oh, I didn't know that. I
1: mm-hmm. did not know that. You're really mm-hmm. pooping.
0: Yeah, I, that seems weird. So,
1: yeah, but, but what happens when you're super anxious? Your tummy hurts and you have diarrhea. Uh, yeah. So it still could, you know. It, uh,
0: so it could be psychological then. If that's true, so in other that's words, your, your stress is causing your stomach to be irritated. Correct. Potentially, unless they show it could be. if they're not showing like I don't know, I'm making this up, but like swollen stomach lining or mm-hmm. something like that, then it's possible that it is caused by psychological. Not that it, not that they're not really cramping, but they're cramping for a psychological reason.
1: Right. But anyway, <laughs> IBS is one of the things that being studied with placebos, they have found that the patients get get much better or have better results when the placebos are given to them in a very warm and caring environment versus not. Because people with tummy aches are really brave.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's (laughs) an online joke. Oh. Okay. okay. Like people don't realize I have a tummy ache right now. I'm being so brave.
0: (laughs) I don't like to use the word hero (laughs) or courageous, but I will.
1: And people also feel get the placebo effect if they've been told it's placebo. Mm. Yeah. With you IBS patients, yeah, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Oh, here's another study, real quick, with inhalers. Whoa, what? People with what? Are you so going to let asthma sufferers die because of you <laughs> to test placebo? This is why that's interesting. So, asthma patients were randomly sorted into three groups. One group got an, an inhaler with albuterol, which mm-hmm. is the actual medication. Another, which Physically opens up the airways, right? Make it yeah. easier to breathe. Another group got an inhaler with a placebo. Another group got dried dog shit. And they're also <laughs> being monitored by, yeah. you know, medical Did potential. they
0: make it smell the same, I wonder? I don't know if Albuterol smells like. Or but
1: taste the same? Probably. Oh, that's right. It wouldn't hey, be a taste, wouldn't there. Probably. Yeah. I'm okay. sure they did. Because that is a factor with placebos. You know how they yeah. did it? They used Albuterol. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, that's right. Damn it. Damn, we screwed Fuck. that up. And a third group to be the control group they got sham acupuncture oh, like you know the that's need completely they completely different <laughs> it went through the the motions of acupuncture but they didn't actually puncture the skin and then the fourth group got gender reassignment oh sorry, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so <laughs>
0: imagine you going and be like yeah i'll be I'll, like you're in college in study. yeah i'll be in the study for 50 bucks and you get gender reassignment
1: <laughs> so we know you can actually measure lung function, right? Yes. There's two ways to measure it. One is self reporting from the patients who say how well their asthma symptoms were relieved. Okay. And the other one is an objective measure of lung functioning. By which method I don't know what it is, but to make them breathe the doctors into things. I've seen that. Yes.
0: I think I did that once. You? I feel I feel like I did for some reason. I don't know why. Breathes
2: into something? Yes. I've to measure into to measure your lung function. Yeah, to measure lung function. Oh yeah,
1: totally.
0: I don't remember why or how or when lots of times you <laughs> have that blacked it out.
1: when you're in the when you've had surgery or you're in the hospital. It was for something a long time, like, no, you, I've never been in the hospital I for a know, long time. But. So I don't know. Hmm. Well, so if you if you go by the self reports from these people, yeah. it looks like the placebo, albuterol, and sham acupuncture are all equally effective.
0: Sham acupuncture. Huh.
1: <laughs> the objective measure only shows improved airflow. Right. It, it can't okay. it can't measure yes. a placebo effect. It can mm-hmm. only measure an actual effect yeah. in your body. And so, as we've talked about, placebos can only help symptoms that you know can be modulated by something already in your body. Yes. So the actual testing of the air, the actual airflow of mm-hmm. the patients showed that only the albuterol treatment there you go. worked. Mm.
0: There, so this so so the placebo effect can work. If it triggers something in your brain that can actually like flood you with serotonin again, right. you know? but if it's actually if it's something that can't be done by just your your own internal mechanisms, it's not gonna yeah. have an impact.
1: Yep. Yes. But I wonder if for something like asthma sufferers, if you feel better. Yeah. Well, okay. Will you, so that,
0: that that is the placebo effect, right? You said yeah. that all three conditions felt better. We know for a fact, yeah. objectively that two of the three weren't any better <laughs> physically. Right but they still claimed they did. That, that is that, the definition. That is, that that is, is
1: interesting. That, that's the
0: definition of the placebo effect as kind of a you know a, a psychological
1: effect. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that shows that there is a psychological placebo effect yeah. that is doing nothing mm-hmm. biological to your body. So
0: that makes it difficult to separate that psychological effect that that yes. test just proved from even those conditions where your body can do something, where your yes. brain can mm-hmm. do yes. some mechanism. Yes. But
1: so it also tells us, okay, doctors, don't give... Asthma suffers yes. placebos, but you yes. can give the person with lower back pain a placebo. A lot of
0: people died during that <laughs> test. <laughs> a lot.
1: So, but
0: it was worth it. We now know this factoid. <laughs> and they got to smell minty, fresh asthma thingies. what Inhalers.
1: It's not minty. On that thing, real quickly, mm-hmm. there's a um, some sort of... Treatment for lower back pain that has something to do with the spine, where they inject like a concrete, some kind of concrete. Yeah. I'm sure it's not actual concrete. What the fuck? But they inject it into your vertebrae somewhere, Eww. and and you know, so you go into the doctor's office and they have these, you know, fancy concrete injectors, and, <laughs> and you can smell. It makes it. A huge <laughs> grrr, <it's
0: laughs>
3: loud noise,
1: it's very clear what's happening to you, and you know, you can smell the. Substance, whatever it is, and and you get it injected, and you feel great. Hmm.
3: They smell also, that now. <laughs> <laughs> now get out. So they no.
1: so they've done a test where they bring you into the office, where they have all this fancy equipment, and they have this machine, and they have this thing where you know you lie down, and you can smell the st- substance they're going to inject in mm. your back, and they don't. Wow. They probably inject saline or something else, and you think you feel. Hmm. Phenomenal. Yeah, you yeah. feel much better. Your pain wow. is gone or mm. whatever. But
0: again, pain, pain is something that exactly. can be controlled by the mind.
1: But, yes. but this, you know, they determined that smelling mm. it is yeah. a factor, too. Okay. So but the smelling. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's I know. Weird, huh? It's just. Man. All, it's just all part of the whole experience. I'm smell that it, Smell it. Smell it. So. You know medications that negate the effects of op. Oh, did you want to say something? Yes. Um, a little
2: finger. (laughs) Smelling is usually a pretty. It's a really powerful sense we have. Mm. I've seen a few doctors say a little hack if you don't have any medication that will help with nausea, sniffing an alcohol pad or alcohol Uh, wipe can uh, like quickly maybe help nausea. hmm. So yeah, smell is a really strong sense.
1: Life hack. Mm -hmm. More you know. Yep. There you go. So another way to prove that the placebo effect actually does work by, you know, brain chemical stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they <laughs> very technical. Claire has great respect for science, but the
0: actual mechanism of science, she I mean, doesn't give a We don't need flipping. the details.
1: <laughs> um, drugs that negate the effects of opioids, you know, like the Narcan, narcan. Mm-hmm. Naloxone, what, what you're it. given I'll if you're... Your well, Naloxone is the whatever. But anyway, it's what they give you if you're being... Um, if you're having an overdose, right? Okay. To, On opioids. To save you from op- op- opioids. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. So if you're given a placebo pain medication mm-hmm. and they give you naloxone, same thing happens. If they give you placebo Wait, Narcan? So
0: so yeah, placebo Narcan? No. No real, Narcan. Real Narcan. Wait, okay.
1: They give you a placebo pain medication. Oh, I see. Oh. Okay. So you think, oh, I'm getting better because I'm on this opioid or whatever, uh, uh, uh. then they give you naloxone mm-hmm. or Narcan, yeah. and it takes away the the pain medication that you think oh. you've been given, just like it would uh, if you had taken a real opioid. What?
0: Well, that makes sense, which actually makes sense, though, because, mm-hmm. yes. again, not to harp on it, but pain. The brain told you you were feeling better. Now the the brain is being, being told the Narcan is going to mitigate that, going to negate that, so now it says your pain's worse, right? Is that what you said?
1: Yes, but it's actually stopping the the dopamine or whatever yeah, your body, I know. whatever Correct, yeah. it, it's working on your body's internal pain medication the same yes. way it works on the pill that you took. That's exactly Correct. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. She said it nicer though. She did say it nicer. <laughs> well, I thought that what you were getting at was that people are susceptible that the placebo effect also works for the naloxone. I
0: wish we never brought this up the subject.
2: No, no.
1: <laughs> we understand well. Interestingly enough, the last thing I want to talk about is that it can work in things other than pain and stuff like that. Stanford was doing some studies on weight loss. What? Uh. And it seems to work... In a weight loss capacity too. I think hmm. I can think myself skinny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> some Charlatan's gonna write a book called. It that. would be great. If, that's a c let's write that down. Actually, yeah. Think, think, actually, skinny. think yourself skinny. Actually,
0: actually take this whole thing out and write the
1: <laughs> Right. Um, like if you're told that milkshake is a diet milkshake. Does it bring all the boys to the yard? or I think it does. does it I'm, if I'm pretty if sure it does.
2: Does
0: a fake milkshake still bring the boys to the yard? I <laughs> that's believe my, that's true. The study
2: I'm conducting
0: because of the <laughs> Every brain. day in the yard, I conduct this study. The
1: brain-gut connection, right, is a mm. real thing. Brut. Correct. The brut connection. and. The brain is releasing, like, peptides and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> You're hell. missing
0: some carry hand motions. They're classic.
1: <laughs> this is having to do with weight loss and okay. all that kind of all stuff. Right. And how your body, I guess, maybe yeah. processes food. I guess. Metabolism, right?
0: Is it? No, that doesn't make sense. I don't no, know. it's not
1: metabolism. Okay. It's literally chemicals in your body. Okay. And so... You can have that milkshake if you think it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. So, okay. I don't. I don't know what what the actual. Yeah, that needs to be some more
0: study there. Yeah, because that doesn't make.
1: But this is being done. It's being studied at Stanford. So okay. Well, okay. we'll check back in. We
0: will Stanford.
1: We'll keep Stanford. You know
0: what? Stanford, give us a call. We'll decide if Put what us you're on doing an emailing is list. valuable. Okay.
1: And let us know the updates. And the other one,
0: it, the study is called "Boys in the Yard," <laughs> a comparative study. <laughs> it's
1: called "Think Yourself Skinny," where they talked about it helps for the effects of insomnia. Yeah. So if, you know, you think you're going in for a sleep study or whatever, because you have insom- really bad insomnia, patients who are told, you know, mm. so you wake up, how'd you sleep? Oh, I slept terribly. I was, up, you know, I feel like I was up every hour or whatever. And so they look at the readouts and, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're connected to machines and stuff. And if the, if the person in the sleep study goes, Hmm, when I look at, your results, mm. no. You, here It says here, you actually had you know, this much uninterrupted REM sleep and blah, blah, blah. What? So no. if you're told you got a good night's sleep, uh, and then they do... Because what's the effect of insomnia? Like bad cognitive stuff, right? Yeah. You can't think straight. You can't react well to things. So then they do cognitive tests on these people, and they perform hmm.
0: as if Wait, they had
1: gotten a good night's sleep. The
0: ones who didn't think they got a good night's sleep yes. still performed? Really?
1: Yes. It's like, you had
0: seven and a half hours of sleep and a wet dream. You did fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it.
1: Because they were told they slept well. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is. That is very weird. But
0: wait. So, okay. So they said, I didn't sleep well. They said, and they're told, yes, you did. Uh huh. What if they didn't sleep well and told, yes, you did? Would that have, that would be more of a placebo effect, I feel like.
1: No. What do you mean? If, if they didn't sleep well?
0: If they did not sleep well, yeah. told they did sleep well and then they performed better on those cognitive tests, that would be a placebo effect.
1: That's what we're talking about. Oh, I
0: thought you said they didn't sleep well. I, I, just thought, I thought you said they did sleep well and were told they did did no. sleep. Okay. No, I'm they so didn't confused. sleep well. So confused. When they
1: woke up, they're yes. asked, How how do you feel? How did you sleep? Yeah. And they said, I slept terribly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and when I said the researcher says, "Oh, here it says you slept," they're lying to them. Oh, they didn't sleep. That's well.
0: a key point that you left <laughs> yeah. out. I thought that they did sleep no, well. No, and they no. just didn't realize they did sleep well. No, okay,
2: they did not. That's what
0: Hugely important point, Carrie. <laughs> hugely <laughs> important point. Yes. In other words, people who think people—I I thought you going with like like some of this insomnia is a little bit—I don't know—psychosomatic oh, that no. they, you think you don't sleep well, but you actually did. Mm. No. Key point.
1: I'm not sure that's the thing, okay. but. No, that they were being lied to okay. to study the placebo effect on gotcha. insomnia. Interesting. Gotcha. So I think what we should do what is you know they have all those sleep tracker things. Yeah, yeah. Have the sleep tracker say, "Hey, congratulations, you got a great <gasps> that's night's that's sleep." That's a good idea, no and matter see what would happen. Yeah.
0: yeah, I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah.
1: But I wonder what would happen because you know there are physical effects. Yeah, yes, there I'm not are sleeping well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. IBS, <laughs> fibromyalgia, I don't think so. probably. So anyway. Boys in the know. yard. <laughs> I think it's super interesting. I would like to know if I was in that genetic group. Me too. That is susceptible to placebo. I can or not. tell you
2: for a fact, Dean
1: is not.
0: Carrie, I know for a fact you are. You're not tired. You're, you don't have any pain. Your eye feels fine despite you put all kinds of soap in it when you took a shower. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's better now. It's good. I'm glad to hear that. But so, and they also think that the people who are in the no placebo group, mm-hmm can be harmed by placebos. What? Yeah, don't ask it me. Seems out. like a hex. <laughs> it's a very yeah. interesting thing yeah.
3: to
0: do. On, on on that weird note, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but and it's scary because now yeah. I think I'm if I take a sugar pill, I could die. No. I
1: don't and think then so. also, we're not gonna talk about it here, but <laughs> we did touch <laughs> it There's I'm, lots of things Carrie's not going to no, talk about here I'm in this giving episode. our listeners a homework assignment. Oh, okay. oh all right, all right. much better. Yeah, we, we did touch upon it on a Dean episode what, what was it i don't remember but no. we talked about the nocebo effect
0: oh yes the nocebo effect that was about the um the folks who uh the asian the, a, 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 the Asian death syndrome yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah
2: oh i remember yes that one. the
0: nocebo mm-hmm. effect which actually can have a negative impact you mm-hmm. think you're going to suffer from that whatever and yes. you do even though there's no physical connection whatsoever. Yeah. yes that's bad
1: it's very bad
0: let's not do that no okay and what's the homework
1: to watch to, that episode. to look up the no look up the nocebo the effect. nocebo effect okay yeah. gotcha gotcha <laughs> or
0: just listen to that past episode yeah. episode
1: it's <laughs> fairly recent I yeah think. it was yeah so that's all I know about the placebo effect
0: that's a lot Carrie I might know a little bit more about I d- I am withholding sure. well she has hinted at us <laughs> she things. can't tell us <laughs> she can she's legally. not allowed. yeah she'd have that's to kill true. us well thank you Carrie for about that 15. treatment. Of the placebo <laughs> effect. Again, yeah, we'll call yeah. this boys to the yard, the placebo effect. <laughs> Until next time, everyone, rock on.
2: Bye. Thanks <laughs> <I'm laughs> for listening. listening. Okay. <laughs>
3: rock on.